Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, Gator. Gator's in a bit of a mood tonight. A little bit. A little bit of a funk. It's been a day. It's been a day. Been a day. We keep going back and forth on that. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Every ep- every other episode, it's like, you know, Nick's in a bit of a funk. Gator's in a bit of a funk. We've been in a funk. We kind of need to pull off our, and on. Kind of need to collectively pull our heads out of our asses. Yeah. Good time to rally. You know? And get, we're going to smoke a cigar. How bad can it be? Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to smoke the final selection from the May My Monthly Cigars box. Okay, then. So today, we are going to be smoking the Man of War Damnation. It's a Torpedo number 2, 6x54, with a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, a Habano and Nicaraguan binder, and Nicaraguan filler. This uh, Man of War Damnation uh, has got a really cool band. It does. It's fanciful. Yeah. It's got like a, a almost like a Spartan helmet yeah, on exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's all like, you know, this is Sparta, and then like kicks the dude down the hole. <laughs> this is Spartacus, you mean? No. This is Sparta? Yeah. Like Sparta, Illinois? Like 300. Isn't that Spartacus? No, Spartacus was Kirk Douglas. That's true. I've never seen 300. What? No. The first never. one was really good. It's just a bunch of dudes running around and like no no yeah it's a bunch of badasses that totally stop Xerxes and they're just like who the the prince guy that comes along and it's like uh, it's this battle dude I mean they like they dig in man I've never seen it it's the freaking battle of the the you know it's the three hundred Spartans I saw Troy is it like uh, Troy different different okay different again dudes running around in gladiator outfits different different you like movies about gladiators well anyway why don't we go ahead and give this guy a cut in the light here and the official cutting is brought to us by dan the man ponder over there at riverman cigar company dan has got a uh, wonderful selection of cigars guys for your um springtime coming into summertime uh smoking enjoyment Amen to that. You're going to want to get in there, and you're going to want to hit up that humidor and stock up because the weather's turning nice. And it's a good time to get yourself some awesome cigars from Jerry Tobacco, Martinez, and all the rest that Dan carries over Wait, there. Wait, Dan just added a Mildias. Have you seen that? No. It's uh, it's an edition Limitada. Okay. So it's i can't pronounce it i know he it. carries the mildias it must be a new size it is it's a collaboration with Tipper, some guy named picardo and crown heads <laughs> i swear to god is that the actor who played the doctor on voyager yes i think that's who made this cigar god damn it's star trek all over again picardo it's what robert picardo yeah it's a which uh, i always found really funny that the doctor on star trek was or on net voyager was named picardo and the the captain on Next Generation was Picard. Yes, that they weren't related in any way. No, but yet close, close. Yes, the uh, the the cigars. <laughs> and both just... bald. <laughs> both bald. Very astute of you. Just You've been paying attention. Trying. It's a uh, seven and an eighth, which is odd, but a seven and an eighth by forty nine. Um, it's a traditional Churchill size. I say so. It's a Churchill. So he's got this new Mildias. It's a limited edition, guys. And it looks really cool. All right. Well, we like the Mildias that here. Is, it is a dark cigar. We enjoy, That's a scary. We enjoy the Mildias here at the Cigar Pulpit. So I'll have to get over there to Riverman Cigar Company and get my hands on one here maybe this weekend. Rambler Guy KY uh, actually commented on the pictures that uh, Dan put up and said that Picardo also blended the Lost Angel. Okay. I don't know if I've ever had that. I, I can't say as I have. So. Interesting. Anyway, guys, the point is, if you're in the St. Louis area, you want to swing by Riverman Cigar Company. He's and always check got out, something new. Check out his selection. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, give Dan the man a call. Talk to him or Miss Cindy and get yourself a shipment of cigars sent to you right away. He'll take care of you. You he'll, know what else he just got he'll in? totally take care of you. I even missed this. You know what, what else he just got in? What? The Zeno. Oh, the new one from the Davidoff people. Yes. Yeah. I look forward to trying that. Okay. That's, it's considered a value cigar from Davidoff. I mean, price point's in the eh, mid-sevens. That's not bad at all. That's I want to try this. All. all right, then. 
So cool. yeah, guys, he's getting a lot of new stuff in. You guys got to hit up Dan the Man Ponder over at Riverman Cigar Company in Crestwood, Missouri. So with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. I did not prematurely cut tonight. You did not. Mainly because I don't have a cutter with me. I was going to say. Let me get mine out of the cellophane. Okay. Well, that was surprisingly rapid. <laughs> I just want to keep you on your toes. I truthfully thought that that would have gone a lot longer. Because I'll say this. When I when I initially unwrapped my uh, Man of War Damnation... Um, the uh, cellophane on it was actually kind of tight. Yeah, so, like, funny. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to be dealing with Jeff and his cellophane for, like, three minutes as he's, like, unwrapping this thing. Came and, right out. And there you go. Yeah. So, all you right. You just never know. No, you, I, you don't. You just <laughs> never know. So, what are you thinking here? We got a torpedo. I'm thinking this thing's going to be harsh on me. <laughs> oh, it smells like cigar. It does indeed smell like cigars. So, like, what? It, but like, what kind of cut you thinking? Like straight cut, B cut? It, smell the foot. Okay. What are you getting on that? Earthy. I'm getting a mix of. I'm getting a mix of alfalfa hay, and chocolate. Okay. Try it again with a, with that in mind. Okay. I'll give you the hay. I okay. totally get hay. I can't necessarily say alfalfa you don't get hay. That chocolate. Um, like the like the, no, the hay cocoa is, powder. The hay is actually really strong. Yeah. Now that you say that. There you go. I can't yeah. wait to try the uh, cold draw and the so, cold retro. Hair. All right. Again, what kind of cut you thinking here? I'm probably going to do a V on it. Um, it is a torpedo. I like a V with a torpedo. That or a slant. What did right. you do? A v? I just did a V cut. I'm going to do a slant then. I'll go. I'll change it up a bit. Uh, there we go. Okay. Nick's in his gravity chair over here, and gravity is not on his side. Boy, this thing's kind of been a bitch. <laughs> it's uh, It's been locked in place, and I don't know. Okay, I'm doing the slant. Pray it works. Oh, that's nice. Earthy chocolate. I'm saying. Earthy you get cho- it, don't you? Earthy chocolate on the cold draw. Wow. Yep. I've had five cigars today. I, I did my uh, newspaper route, and I've had two. I was smoking my nuts off, champion. <laughs> God, you were with five, so that means this is six. They were all robustos, but still. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, those don't count. They're baby cigars. What well, chocolate's prevalent? Yeah, yeah. Chocolate, earthy chocolate. Yeah, and like I said, the foot's got a real strong hay and that cocoa mm-hmm. powder smell. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got hay, but I got the cocoa powder too. Do the cold retro. Let's see if anything else comes out of that. No, it's the same old. I get the hay on the cold retro. chocolate. I, I don't. You didn't? I got the hay on the cold, or the alfalfa on the cold retro. All right, then. Have you ever, do you know what I'm talking about there, like a fresh cut alfalfa field? No, Jeff, I know hay, okay? I don't, I can't determine differences of hay. Dude, I, okay, I'm a farm boy. Yeah, and, and I'm I can, not. So I can like, drive, like out in the country, I'll have the I'm window down. my cigar. And I can drive by a field. Ooh. Oh, and Nick set himself on fire. Almost. I can drive by a field, and I can tell what they're cutting by the smell. Just oh. growing up, baling hay and stuff as a kid. Like, I know I know if it's, you know, wheat, or if, you know, it's fresh-cut grass, or if they've cut clover hay or alfalfa hay. There's distinct smells to all of those things. And this has alfalfa. Hmm. Let me kiss the end of this with some flame. I'm not entirely sure I have a good draw. I have to do a secondary cut? Mm-hmm. Boy, that, that foot is lighting up like a thing of beauty. I'm a little scared of this cigar because I have a feeling it's going to be bold. I don't know. Maybe it's just the name. God, how long? Dude, that you really need to go back and listen to that episode where they're t- where, of, of the Cigar I'm Authority. Flame where kissing. They, where they teach how to light a cigar. I didn't re-entry. I flame kissed. You are just like burning so much. I was barely touching it. Look at, the, look at that ring I got going on the bird. Ow! That's a thing of beauty. Yeah, the lighter's hot now. Yeah, I know, because you like <laughs> had it going for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Even Oh, my God. Near the button is hot. <laughs> Jesus. I have one little spot of touch-up to do, and I can barely do it. I because, don't know like, why your pain amuses me so, but it oh brings me great joy. God, Jeff. What the hell? I think because you were picking on me about how I lit. It was some kind of karma. I'll tell you what, this thing is smoking beautiful. 
I wish, and I know I'm not going to be able to do it justice. I wish I could get a picture of this thing because smoke is trailing out of the foot on this uh, slant cut. Yeah. And the smoke is just rolling up the tube of the cigar. This thing is just a beautiful smoke. It is. Mine is, it, it's got a little off the foot. I, I do wonder if I'm going to have to. I always end up having to do like a secondary cut whenever I do a torpedo. I never take enough off the cap. It's just. Well, you're always things. worried you're going to cut too deep into it. I, I, know. I know. I always am. And I never take enough. I'm not going to lie. I got lucky with this uh, slant cut because that thing can go bad on you quick. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So. Boy, it's it's strong. It's got a little pepper flavor it, to it. Right, out of the o- gate. right off the bat, the Man of War Damnation has a little bit of pepper to it. Let me do the. Uh, let's do a retro. Okay. Ooh, it's peppery. Oh, 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 oh yeah. black pepper. That is some pepper. Yeah. On the retro, that is like taking a shaker of pepper, making a line of it like and cocaine on it. Just a, freaking yeah. free base. Yeah, right yeah. there. Just taking just, a line yeah. right right off Ooh. the tabletop. Damn. Oh my yeah. God. That this is this is a peppery little bastard. All right. The man of war damnation, man. Yep. So anyway. Now that we got this guy going. Um I really want to take a moment and thank the parishioners. Yes. In the Cigar and Pulpit Parishioners Facebook group. We didn't even bring this up on the show. No. Nope. To my knowledge. We did not bring this up on the show. So recently, the Cigar Authority has been doing their... Who we love. We do. They, we, they've been doing their cigar um, listener survey. Which is a great idea. It is a great idea. And I'm not going to lie. At some point, we're, we're going to have to rip it off. But, you know, for right... <laughs> I mean, we rip off everything like else. they're not going to call us out on I that. Mean, we rip off everything else from the Cigar Authority. <laughs> I mean, you know, Mr. Jonathan said we, so, for we God's sakes. goddamn cowbell. Oh, so wait, we do have a we cowbell. We do have a cowbell. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Anyway, they do this survey, and I think it's a really good idea. But well, yeah, it is because you want to know what the listeners want. So the la- the last question in the survey was, "Who do you think would make a good guest on the Cigar Authority?" And I heard an episode where Mister Jonathan joked about how people need to do the survey and put in a bunch of answers to that last question just to give Barry a lot of extra work. <laughs> And I personally thought that was entertaining. So well, all Barry's got to do is cut and paste. But no, apparently he cannot. <laughs> but anyway, I got your back on that one, John. So so I went onto the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group on Facebook, and I basically posted the link to the survey. You seeded the cloud, so to speak. I did. I totally admit it. And I said, hey, I just took this. If you listen to the Cigar Authority, consider taking the survey. And hey, we would appreciate your vote for question 20. Meaning you and me. Yeah. Because <laughs> why wouldn't we pimp ourselves out on their show? Oh, totally. I mean, it's the most logical thing that we could do, right? I <laughs> well, mean, us, yes. It's It it buys us, you know, airtime on, on a bigger show. I mean, it seems to me it, it makes all the sense in the world. But Well, and again, like I said, we're both listeners. We think the world of them. So, yeah. Indeed. So, flash forward to today when we are recording this on Wednesday. Flash forward this to today, when the after show comes out. The after show. The after show. The after show. And they start talking about some of the honorable mentions. We, you know, you guys helped me out, but you didn't help me out enough to get me in the top 12. But <laughs> the point is, they start talking about some of the honorable mentions, and then this comes up. Uh, so let's go through some of those. Uh, and um, our friends at Cigar Pulpit. Uh, I think it was them that pushed for this to happen. Yeah, they uh, put up a post when uh, you weren't here, and Jonathan told everybody, let's make Barry's life more difficult. (laughs) Fill it out, or just fill it out again under another name. Thankfully, that didn't happen, but Cigar Pulpit put up a post on that thing, go fill out the survey. So Nick and Gator, as guests, and I I was on their show, and I said, if you ever come up, of course, I'd love to have you up here, and we would love to have you up here. You've never been here before, so... uh, Come on up, along with uh, Mr. Donald Trump. Now, Wait, no, no, we're supposed to bring Donald Trump. Hold I on. was going to say, I don't know how the hell we're bringing Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with that. I got a lot of questions for the guy. For the record, 
I don't know how we make that happen. But the point is, <laughs> no, what that was is that was a very awkward transition. Oh, wait, but you're saying that's the next? That's the next person. That was, oh, that was okay. the next. But but I want to point out we beat Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so did Joe Biden. Apparently, I mean. There you go. So I want to thank you guys for stuffing the ballot box for us. Um, Not unlike Joe Biden. Over over at the Cigar Authority and uh, getting us a mention on the after show. And, you know, Jeff, I think at some point you and I have to make the trek up to uh, Salem, New Hampshire. I'm not going to lie. What I just heard there was Dave inviting us up to stay at his place. Um, I don't know if I heard that. That's what, that's the takeaway I had, you know, like a long weekend to his place. Yeah. I think he wants us to stay at his house with him. That was really nice of him. I really don't think I gleaned that. From you should that. play that again. Cause that's what it sounded like I, to me. No, that's what I I'm heard. not going to play it again, but I really don't think I gleaned that he's inviting us to stay at his house. Yeah. You know, we go there for a couple of weeks, just hang what? out. What? Yeah. We go stay at his place for a couple of weeks. I mean, a month would be obnoxious, but, you know, three weeks. We could record the pulpit live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We could do, like, a 21-day challenge <laughs> at this place. Oh, my God. No, we're not going to crash Dave's house <laughs> for 21 days. But uh, Okay, okay, 20. Good God. Is that one extra day that obnoxious? I mean, I want to have some time to stay and do my laundry. Anyway. Because um, it's going to be dirty when I get there. So, yeah, guys, so thanks for stuffing the ballot box. We really appreciate it. That was nice. It was a good surprise as I was driving up to my printer this morning, and uh, I turned that on. I hear that, and I was just like, oh, oh Nick called me. He gosh. was so excited. I did. I called. Well, I tried calling you multiple times, and then you finally called me back. I was I was interviewing a potential uh, editorial person for my newspaper. Mm. So I was actually busy. You were actually working. We get really butthurt when the other one doesn't answer. You realize that, right? At least I don't call in succession. You will literally call like as soon as like the last <laughs> ring, you're hanging up and calling immediately back. And it's I like just assume you ignored the first call. But that's not the correct assumption. And then I wonder how many calls can he ignore before he finally gets frustrated and picks up. That's not good. And then I send you 911. Yeah, I do. And then when I call you, you're like, hi. Hi. How's your day going? <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's very infuriating to him for some reason. Mm-hmm. I really like this uh, Man of War damnation. Well, and you know what's frustrating, though, is when I send you 911 text, and it's actually legit something that I need to tell you, you don't call me. It's because I don't have my alerts turned on on my messages. Oh, that's right, because you've got like 8,000 messages. It does. So I just, I look at it once in a while. God damn. Oh, God. So we had a conspiracy theory that you've heard me espouse a lot. Mm hmm. And. Yeah, this is Jeff. <coughs> this is Jeff's victory lap, guys. Yes. So, so I have said. Settle since, in, and uh, Grandpa Gator's going to talk to you about <laughs> the coronavirus <laughs> for a moment because. So, since this is the Jeff's- inception of this thing, I have said that it came out of that lab in Wuhan and everybody to a person, including Facebook, because they, I don't even think they'd leave it up if you posted it or they would go on and say that it was fake news. It was false, blah, blah, blah. The fact checkers were all over it. You know, you're full of shit. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. You know, you know, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? This week, the Washington Post comes out with a story that, hey, maybe it's not so crazy that it came out of that lab. And all of a sudden, it's gaining traction that that's where it came from. Well, no shit. It. <sighs> I hate that soundboard. <laughs> but we all knew it came out of the lab. Like, everyone knew it came out of the lab. But we can't say it came out of the lab because that's somehow racist to say it came out of a lab in China. It came out of a lab in China. It's true. You know well, what else? Well, 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 the idea that it's true is gaining traction. It, I, I knew it when it happened. It wasn't from some guy eating a bat at a wet market. Maybe a bat that came out of this lab that somebody sold. But it came, it, it came out of this lab. It was probably accidental. And I hope it was. But they don't want to say that it was because 
guess what? How many people died from this? Three million worldwide? A lot. There's a lot of class action lawsuits against China in that lab now. Yes, because China is totally going to pay up. You don't think lawyers are looking into this? Because I would be if I was a lawyer. Dude, I don't know. You think they how made it, bank on asbestos and how, cigarettes. How, think of what they can make off of Corona. How in the world does a class action lawyer freaking sue the People's Republic of China? Well, is the lab government run? I'm guessing it is. Probably. Everything in China is government run. So Why can't we sue China? whole point of communism. You know what? And let me go one further. Okay, guys, I'm going to go way out on the limb here. So, John Cena. Mm-mm. You know what I'm going to talk about, don't you? Do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Can you see me now? Mm. Is that the way it goes? Yeah. No, you can't see me. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, the point is, you can't see I me, know, whatever. I know what you're about to get into. So, John Cena. John Cena makes an accurate statement... And I don't even know what it was. What was it? Help me he, out here. He did actually not make an accurate statement. What What was inaccurate about his statement? He said that Taiwan, he called Taiwan the country of Taiwan. Okay. It's a country. Well, it's part of the People's Republic of China. Mm. Oh, only they think that. The when po- we get, the when point, you get the a little is- rubber ball. And you look on it, and it says made in Taiwan. It doesn't say made in China. It says made in Taiwan. The point is Taiwan is its own separate country with its own separate government. The Chinese don't acknowledge it. Therefore, apparently, John Cena can't either. Well, now. You know why? Because Universal told them to shut up. Yeah. Because he was promoting Fast and Furious 9. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, China is a big market for movies. Uh huh. Well, you know what? We've gotten to the point that you can't say something that's true and accurate. Because it might offend someone. But see, that's a squishy area, though, Jeff. Why it's, is why is that squishy? We have we have we have treaties with Taiwan to defend them. We're not going to. When China eventually inevitably 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 inevitably, I don't know if I want to talk about when this. they invade them. Why? Are you scared of the Chinese? You're well, not universal. Here's the thing: I am not knowledgeable about this and i feel like i could be causing myself an international incident are we okay (laughs) when do we ever worry about being knowledgeable about something we talk about well because i just i I feel like i could be stepping on my dick on this one it's not that long i've seen you in boxers fuck off No. You'd have to really work and get your foot up there. No. I, I, like, because now you've got me questioning the whole, like, because, oh, uh, now you have me quite because it's kind of like Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is, is a, a territory of the United States. You could make the same argument about Taiwan. The Chinese under can. The, Yeah, well, maybe the Chinese don't acknowledge that Puerto Rico is part of the United States. Well, that's fine. They can do that. And we can acknowledge that Taiwan isn't part of China. Well, I'm not disagreeing about that, but I'm just saying that. But that's what I'm saying. Is, but what I'm saying is technically, when did we technically get to Puerto Rico is a territory of the United States. Technically, Taiwan could be considered a territory or subset of whatever of China. But it's I don't, not. I don't know, Jeff. I am not. My, I'm going to say for the record right now, I stand with the Taiwanese people. Well, yes, I like the Taiwanese people. They yeah, make a lot of they stuff. They make a really good rubber ball. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that sounds so racist. It's the only point of reference I have as a kid. I would get rubber balls and they were made in Taiwan. Did you not? Mm. I'm uncomfortable with this. Why? Hold on. Hold on. I am uncomfortable Here, with this. Let me ask Siri if Taiwan's a country. So uncomfortable with this. Oh yeah, because freaking Apple made products are going to tell you that Taiwan. It's true. Is... Okay, okay, you make a valid point. Let <laughs> I me was ask. Gonna say. Let me try the Googles. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's going to be better. That's going to be accurate too. Duck, duck, go. I'll duck, duck, go it. What? Duck, duck, go. That's the private browsing app. You've heard of that, haven't you? No. Yeah, use duck, duck, go, and it doesn't track your info. Okay, there. I typed in is, and the question came up, is Taiwan a country? I didn't even type in Taiwan. It's listening to you. God damn it. 
I clipped the end of my cigar because I wasn't getting a great draw. Okay. So I, Taiwan. So I went to a straight cut. Taiwan is officially the Republic of China, the ROC. It's a country in East Asia. Now, See? okay, let me See? go to, I don't want to do wiki because God knows you can't trust wiki. Um, so now, who's right in this instance? Am I correct? Yeah, it's the, okay. So Taiwan. Sounds like I'm correct, people. Taiwan is the Republic of China. Yes. China is the People's Republic of China. They're two different countries. They have their own flag. Yeah, Puerto Rico has its own flag. <sighs> but Puerto Rico doesn't claim to be a separate country. It's a territory. Do they? Ask them. I don't know. <laughs> they want to be a state, which I'm actually behind. I don't care. I mean, I, I don't care. Okay. The only thing I would say about that is if they get to be a state, can we please cut Illinois in half? Oh, that's got to happen. I don't know. Okay, so, okay. Let's just look. It's a largely mountainous island in East Asia, formerly known as Formosa. Did you know that? I did not. Um, I think what the problem is, is I think China claims it, but it doesn't control it. And that's where the issue comes in. The, the Republic of China, Taiwan. What, are they going to fight China over it? I mean, let's be real. Oh, China's going to just crush them. Exactly. I mean, that's, let's be honest. We know what's going to happen. We have, we have like, um, treaties with Taiwan to defend them. I'm sure those aren't worth the paper they're written on when China goes rolling in there. Right. But um, let's see here. The Republic of China, also known as Taiwan, has a population of 23.5 million people as of 2015 making it one of the most uh, populated countries in the world. Capital city is Taipei. Well, there you go. So the background in... I, I, th this has gone off the rails. You don't want me to... You don't want to learn about Taiwan? This has gone so off the anyway, rails. Anyway, John Cena, um, I'm really disappointed he apologized. And I get what it's about. It's all about the mighty dollar. But for the love of God, you know, can can we not just say things that are true anymore? Didn't he play the Marine in that movie, The Marine? I don't know. I never saw it. thought there was a movie called The Marine. He's done some he good kids' it. movies. Okay. Yeah. I never really watched him wrestle. I, was out of, I, I wasn't into wrestling by the time he came around. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know he was a wrestler. Yeah, he was in that little weird period that, well, not weird period. He was in after I watched, and I haven't really gone back. Fair enough. For a hot minute, I... I, I during COVID, I had a little bit of a brief fling with the NFL, or um, not NFL, the uh, w football. WWE network there. Oh, okay. But I liked it better for the documentaries about the old school stuff that I enjoyed. There's a really and good not documentary so much about the, the new stuff. The Dark Side of the Ring. Have you ever seen that? That's a series, I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really good. Um, I watched the one about, uh, who, oh, I, I hate to say this. Who was the wrestler that fell in Kansas City and died? Owen Hart. Yeah, Owen. Um, I, 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 I have a story. About, I, I have a story him. about that. Okay. So, at the time that that happened, and what what I was going to say is, it was a great episode of Behind the Ring. Yeah, it was really insightful. So anyway, go ahead. So at the time that happened, my buddy Mike and I, we were real big into wrestling, and we had bought tickets to Monday Night Raw's War at. Uh, the auditorium in St. Louis. Ooh. That death occurred the Sunday before the episode that we were supposed to be at. Ooh. And so, like, we're all excited because we've got, like, good tickets, relatively close. You know, we're all excited. We're going to go to our first, like, live wrestling event. You know, we've got our, our signs made on our on our poster board and everything. And it was the shittiest memorial show. It was it, like the couple of matches they had, nobody put their heart into it. Like everybody was just kind of like. They were all crushed. They were all crushed. Yeah. And then they do the whole big memorial thing at the end. And I'm standing there with my Shane McMahon should have been a blowjob sign. Oh, God. And I, it was you? part of the storyline at the time. He was feuding with Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon and Stone Cold or some shit like that. You took. And hold I, on. Hold on. Let's, let's review yeah, and reflect we had a, a sign. We had a sign that said Shane McMahon should have been. Dude, and you took that to a memorial service. It was the raw. It was the, like, you know, Raw is War time frame. It was the Attitude Era, man. Like, you got away with that shit. 
And um, okay, but again, I didn't you know, took a Shane I, McMahon should have been a BJ I didn't, shirt. I didn't know sign to a memorial service. I didn't know that the episode was going to be oh a memorial service God. until How did you we not were know there. After that happened, well, we knew, but we just we didn't know if they were going to like just briefly acknowledge it or. Apparently, what they were going to do is turn it into a two-hour-long freaking memorial service. And so I'm standing there very awkwardly holding my Shane McMahon should have been a blowjob sign. Oh and uh, I hope there's a video of that somewhere. Um, you know, there's got to be. There is, actually. We taped it, and we saw ourselves as Stone Cold came down the ramp. I'm, like, standing there, like, holding up my son, <laughs> you know? Okay. And he was, like, crushed because, like... He basically came down to the ring, cracked a couple beers together, uh, like held it up to some big picture of Owen Hart on the Jumbotron, slammed him back, and then like left, and that was it. And it was like, well, that was depressing. But yeah. <laughs> I, okay. That was my experience. Okay, before my, my we first... go on here, it is it is your mission now. Oh. Find that video oh. and put it on the Cigar Pulpit socials. Mm-hmm. We've got to have the video of you with I that can't. sign. Why not? Because at this point, the WWE Network is no longer a thing. They've moved all you their taped it. They moved all their stuff to. Um, oh, dude, that was freaking thirty years ago. Okay, you got to dig this tape. Or out it was of not thirty years ago. In. It was like it was like probably close to twenty. You would have been eight, twenty-five years ago. Okay. Um. But anyway, the point is, how old were you? I was in high school. I was maybe 16, 17. Okay. Got that. I, I want to see this so badly. But the point is, um, yeah, I'm not going to find the tape. I mean, I theoretically could maybe see it on the WWE Network, but again, that doesn't exist. They moved everything over to Peacock, and so now you'd have to find the episode of Raw that would have taken place the Monday night after Owen Hart died in St. Louis. Well, that that date and should be easy to find. It should be. And it, and it was the Monday Night Raw that happened in St. Louis the night after that happened. And it was real close to the end. You'll see me and, like, a, a very young high school age me and another dude, like, standing there with our signs. Okay. Desperately, wanting, desperately wanting to, like, cause a fight amongst the WWE people. But, like, nothing happened. Parishioners. If you have access to the Peacock Network, I, I'm, I am putting a... Pack of cigars. You're putting a bounty. Yes, you're putting a bounty. I'm putting. You know what? <laughs> oh God! I'm going out on a limb here. There's I'm, a bounty on a picture. I am putting head. ten cigars. It'll be a mix of Martinez and Jerry Tobacco, our studio sponsor, Aladino oh my gosh. Mobile Studios here, at the Cigar Public. You just. You just wanna... I am going to put a ten pack of cigars together to whoever is the first one to find this video clip of the bishop. Waving that sign and post it to our socials. <laughs> I don't know how clearly you see the sign, but you do see me and I'm holding a sign. I don't know how clearly you can read the sign, but I can guarantee you, hand to God. It's when Stone Cold sign, comes walking down. It's, uh, it's uh, Yeah, it's near the end. And I can guarantee you, hand to God, that the sign said Shane McMahon should have been a blowjob. Oh, my God. That's just the worst thing. Um, <laughs> Hold on just a second. There was, like I said, the storyline at the time, there was some sort of feud going on between Vince and Shane, or maybe it was Shane and and Stone Cold or something like that. And it made sense at the time. It really did. Okay. So, Owen Hart passed what? away May 23rd of 1999. Okay, so it was May 24th of 1999. It was literally the next day? Yeah. Oh, my God. The, the pay-per-view was on a Sunday. In Kansas City, and then Raw was taped was filmed live in St. Louis on Monday night. Okay, so if you can find that video from May twenty fourth of Stone Cold walking down into the ring <laughs> with Nick holding up that sign, you got ten cigars coming your way. First person, not everybody, the first person to find it. <laughs> oh my gosh! This has got to be a thing. All right. Well, it's there. It's a wow. piece of it's a piece of WWE history and cigar pulpit history. Oh my god. The bishop was there with his sign, his really offensive sign. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, I didn't realize it was the next day. I thought it was like a week later. Oh, dude, you got to realize I've been doing offensive, wretched shit for a long time. It's just that, you know, now, long before you knew me. Now I have a platform. Well, see, and that's the thing. <laughs> this is what I've talked about before. I have a habit of finding people like you. You're like an archetype, okay? You're like a you're like a you're like a character archetype here. And like <laughs> I don't know if I like that. And, and Mike, Mike was kind of similar. He was a you know, older man child that I kind of like hung out with. So and you gravitate to older men is what you're saying. <laughs> you fuck yourself. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. That's what I heard. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, Nick, I like you, but we're just friends, <laughs> buddy. Not, we're just friends. You're taking that in a weird way that I did not intend. But the point is, you everybody know, else heard it too. You know, they not did. what I meant. <laughs> but anyway, so no, he, he was similar in, in attitude to oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so what do you get on the Man of War Damnation? It's it's a peppery little cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it knows somebody for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it, but again, it's like number six today. I smoked a lot of cigars today. I don't hate it. Um, I will say this. I don't know if I have one that's got a plug. or I'm having if it's, zero issues with that. I almost feel like mine just keeps wanting to go out. Really, I'm mine like, is like I have rate. to like when I when I go back to to draw on it, I have to draw on it a couple of times to almost reignite it. I haven't look had, how much look at mine smoke. I know, and like mine is not doing that. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm having zero issues. I've had a really good burn line going. Um, I've actually enjoyed this cigar, which is odd because it's really not a cigar in my wheelhouse. Like I almost wonder, mine almost feels almost slightly overhumidified, hmm. which is possible. Given the fact that the weather has changed so much in the St. Louis area, the humidity level here has picked up significantly. Probably well, yeah, in we've the been la- having eighty percent humidity in the last few weeks, yeah. and I'm wondering if maybe I need to but, start to. Uh, but it was sealed up in the my monthly bag with a bovida pack. Yeah, that was a sixty nine percent little pack. So I'm wondering if maybe it's getting to be that time of the year that I need to start scaling my humidors back to like the sixty two packs. Yeah, maybe. I you usually know, run 72s in mine. I do that in the wintertime. Yeah. I do not do that in the summertime. In the summertime, I'll scale it back to the 62 packs and, you know, go a little less. On go, the humidity. Go a little less on it. I mean, mine is just rolling smoke, dude. And it's it's a beautiful white smoke. It's kind of backlit with the light here on your carport. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's I'm having zero issues with mine. Mm-hmm. I like this. The uh, Man of War, Damnation. You done a retro hail midway? I've not done a midway retro hail. You're actually further I'll along than I am too. Did you notice that? Am I really? Quite uh, a bit. Significantly. Uh, At least an inch. Yeah, about an inch or so. Yeah. I don't know. I'll do a uh This is gonna hurt. Oh god, yeah, it does. Cause it's just pure pepper, dude. Oh god. It's just pure pepper. Yeah, it is. Ooh, that was. That's yeah. the thing about this cigar. I'm not, you know, I'm not disliking it. This is your kind of cigar. Well, but it's very one note. It's very just pepper bomb. Okay, you know, it is a pepper bomb. It is just a pepper yeah. bomb. I'm not, I'm well, just, what else are you going to get out of something called the Man of War Damnation? I don't know. I mean, I don't know, but that's what I'm getting is a pepper bomb. Yeah. Now, just to smoke it. I'm enjoying it. The retro hail is too mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. I'd agree. Yeah. I'd agree. Um, and and on the smoking side of it, you get pepper, but it's not that pepper that kind of like, it doesn't linger in the in the mouth and on the tongue and everything like that. You're it's, exactly it's, right. It's there. You encounter it. But it's it do- gone. But it doesn't hang. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good, quick, clean finish to it, you know? But yeah, the retro hail, that's a pepper bomb that lasts for a second. Yeah. Well- I think it's time that we should do uh, three cigars we've smoked this week. Guess what, motherfucker? All right. So it's time <laughs> time for three cigars. I didn't know that was becoming a permanent thing. I mean, it doesn't have to Did be. Did I ever tell you I met that guy? Yes, you have every single time <laughs> that we have talked about him. You have to bring that up. I really did. Like every he was a single crazy sumbitch. time crazy. we talked about that. So, okay, so three cigars that we sit, have. And I'm letting him sit in a tiger cage with my 11-year-old daughter at the I time. Know, right? Yeah. Anyway. The feds took away all the cats this week. 
I heard that. There's one of them uh, over in, uh, was it, is it uh, St. Genevieve, Missouri? I have no idea. I think that's in the shelter there, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, anyway, so this week, um, I've had a number of cigars. I have two. So do you want to go first? You know what? I will. Okay. And I'm going back to one of my old standbys, one of my old favorites. My father's cigars, I always butcher this, the Flor del and. Flor de las Antillas. Flor de las Antillas. Yes. That's a good cigar. You you do like that. I like that box press, yeah. It's the one with the uh, burgundy band on the end. Okay. On the foot. So my first one is one that I smoked uh, the other day, and it was the first time I'd had this, and I saw it over at the Hill Cigar Company. I picked it up just kind of on a whim because I like some of the other ones that they put out, and it was a Herrera Esteli uh, Miami. You can really taste the Esteli. And I'll tell you, this guy was good. Um, it uh, started off with a little bit of spice, but man, by the time you got to that final third, that spice level in this thing yeah. was through the friggin' roof. Ooh. I liked it a lot. See, I've been really liking the Herrera Esteli, the, the Habano, the white label one. Yeah. And I've been smoking a lot of those, but I saw this one with the black and the gold label, and I liked it. It was good. It, it, it's I kinda, need to get back over there and get a few more. It's kind of like this Man of War Damnation. If I had smoked this as the first cigar of the day, I probably wouldn't have smoked anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a strong cigar, kind of like what you were talking about there. My next That stick, was the first cigar I had of the day, actually. Ooh, you haven't had another stick today? No, 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 no. That was the other oh, day. Oh, that one. Okay, okay. Yeah. So my next cigar, I dug deep in the humidor for this one. Okay. And I actually didn't even know I had one, and I found it, and I smoked the heck out of it. Okay. The Aroa 20 series. Nice. Yeah, it was really good. Nice. Really good. So my second one for this week was another one. So, th- I, I, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to give a little story on this one here. Okay. So I was over at the Hill, and this is when I bought that Herrera Esteli. World famous Hill Cigar Company. And I was buying a couple of cigars, and I'm kind of wandering through the humidor. When were you at the Hill without me? <sighs> when was that? I don't know. I just popped in and bought some cigars. It's not like I stayed there. Which, actually, like that. that with COVID, I think I've only been in their lounge a couple of times. I've gone in and bought cigars, but I haven't stayed yet. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have time, so I just kind of like popped in and just bought a few things. But So anyway, I've got a few cigars in hand. I just You know how it is. You just want that one more. Like, you just feel like there's one more that you that's there's, crying out to you. You right? walk in a humidor and it's full of cigars and they're all calling out to you. And they're like the little puppy in the window at the uh, pet they're all, store. They're all just scratching at yeah. the window. So they want their forever home with you. I'm going through and I see the box of Henry Clay Warhawks, and I'm like, you know what? I like the Henry Clay Warhawk. I could pass that by. I'm going to go ahead and pick myself up a Henry Clay Warhawk. Okay, you do that. And I picked it up. I bought it. I got it home. I'm sitting here, got my ashtray, my music going. I got my drink, and I'm Was like, just laying there going, smoke. Me, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna me. pick. I'm gonna smoke my Henry Clay Warhawk. Okay. And then I picked it up, and that's when I looked at it, and oh. I realized, why does this have a foot band? The Henry Uh-oh. Clay Warhawk doesn't have a foot band. Uh oh. And that's when I realized, those rotten bastards at the hill had five. Of the Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious Limited Edition still sitting around. Wait, what? That I didn't know about, and I picked this up by accident. I picked this up by accident. Oh, I thought it was. The, oh, oh. I thought this was OG Henry Clay Warhawk. No, no, no. This was the Rebellious. And buddy, you know me. Yeah. The Hill got in four boxes. The Rebellious when it yes. came out. I personally bought two full boxes. Yes, you did. And then I basically bought a third box piecemeal. Piecemeal by yep. singles. And, and I, you didn't realize that's what you picked up. I thought they were out. They've been out for a long time. I didn't know where they, they come were. from. No clue. No clue where these were at. It was in a regular Henry Clay Warhawk box. And I'm like, I'm looking at this, and sure enough, that's the limited edition Rebellious. It is. I see it. And I had that. And let me tell you, wonderful. I still have one box chilling in the humidor. I'm kind of aging it out. Yeah. And uh, you're better at that than I am. I. Well, you I just, just have. So, I've got it. By God, I just I'm have. Smoke so, it. I just have so many cigars that I sure. kind of unintentionally age things out. Yeah, you know. But you um, forget. I kind of do. Yeah. Well, hell, dude, I've got that box of um, uh, the uh, oh wow, oh, God, what is the name of that cigar? The Alter Q. N- yes, the Alter Q. Thank you. Okay, it's funny you say that. 
I have that box of the Ultra Cube from Oscar sitting in there from when we first met Oscar two, two years, years ago. ago. That was another one I dug deep on. That my, That's my third cigar this week. That? I had an Ultra Cube. Really? It was good. Was it one that you've been sitting on or one that? It was one I'd been sitting on. How did it? How was it? I bought it? that box. Yeah. But, well, yeah, uh, I needed the box. I mean, I'd that box is just down, amazing. I smoked down a ton of them. And then uh, I I started digging through the humidor. Actually, what I was doing was rotating my cigars and found it. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to smoke this. Mm-hmm. It was calling out my name. So, yeah, I've still got a box of that all day, That's funny, because you didn't know that that was my third cigar. I did not know that. But that's what I'm saying is, I mean, I've unintentionally aged that cigar or those cigars mm-hmm. for two years now. And uh, I'm really curious to know how they smoke versus, like, a fresh one. Like, if I go to the store and buy one right now, you know, how's it going to smoke versus one of these two-year-aged ones? Well, but is it a fresh one or has it been in their humidor that long? That You don't know that. Eh, I don't know that, but, like, true. I guess you can. Eh, it's true. It could be aged you know, in their humidor, just not yours. It's a very valid point. Yeah. And then uh, my last selection um, for this week was um, a cigar that I had on um, Friday, last Friday, and it was the Aladino Vintage Selection. Ooh. It was the little, the the Habano-wrapped uh, Rothschild there. Yeah. Dig, I love that cigar, and I still have yet to make it by Riverman. I need to because I know that Riverman got in the uh, Lanceros. Yes. And I really want to try that. I'm not a big Lancero guy, but I really want to try that cigar in that size. Well, and I want to try the Cameroon in that desperately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we actually, well, I don't know. Sunday might be the day to run over to Riverman for us because we haven't been there for a couple of weeks. I can't. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm out of town this weekend. That's right. Little car racing action. I would say I'll be at the Indy 500 this yeah, weekend. Look at you! You haven't yep. talked about that on here. I have not. No, my dad and my uncle and I typically go to that every year. Uh, didn't go to it last year for obvious reasons. COVID. Some questions about whether or Thanks, not it was China. Gonna, yeah, I know. <laughs> Dang it, China. Uh, there were some questions about whether or not it was going to happen this year, um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's happening. So yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be in Indianapolis. I'll come back late. Really late Sunday night. Yeah. So. Hmm. Well, I might just have to go by myself. I was gonna say we'll have to figure it out. Yep. Right. I'm actually planning a trip down to uh, Cape Girardeau, so I'm gonna look up the l- couple of lounges down there this week and spend a little time, uh, you know, digging for some new sticks. There you go. So yeah. So that's uh, that's my uh, three cigars that we're smoking this week that we enjoyed. There you go. Anyway, Jeff. So, what are your current thoughts on the Man of War Damnation? It uh, it's peppery, very peppery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't I, hate it. No, I don't it's, hate it. It's not. It's not too much. I don't hate it. The retro hail is too much. I do. I will say. I'm not going to do another retro hail. I'm. I, I'm. I'm probably. I don't know. I'm. I'm past the halfway point. I'm very nearing the final third of the cigar, and I think what I'm. I think it's safe for me to go ahead and make the judgment that. It's a good cigar. It's not a great cigar. It's fairly one note with that note being pepper. Yeah. That's 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 kind of what I'm getting out of. I don't hate it. I think you've had some burn issues that have uh, maybe just detracted from your enjoyment of that cigar. Yeah. I mean, my burn line is relatively straight, slightly slanted, but relatively straight. But you've also um, had the issues with, you know, you've had to keep puffing it to keep it going. Mm-hmm. I have not had that. Yeah. The draw on it's been a little... I, I fixed the draw by by doing this the straight cut on it. Yeah. Um, and uh, in terms of the the uh, combustion, yeah, it just kind of feels like it keeps wanting to go out, like almost like it's overhumidified or something like that. Well, you know, I had that with a cigar. Um, it's probably been a month ago or so on the show, and I just could not keep the thing lit. I had to relight it like yeah, six times. I remember on the show. that. I remember that. And when we got done, we found out that it had after after the show was over. We found out that it uh, had, had like an air pocket in it. Giant air pocket in it. Yeah. I have not encountered that yet. I'm getting really close to the final third of this cigar. So if there's an air pocket in it, it's down like near the bottom. I hate to tell you, brother. I'm only I'm only halfway through this Man of War, though. And, uh, I mean, it's it's a long smoke for me. Yeah. But I, it's peppery. I don't know. Maybe you've just been talking more. 
spreading your xenophobia about China and all that. It's not xenophobia about China. <laughs> the virus started in China. You can <laughs> say that. I mean, we call West Nile West Nile because guess what? It started in West Nile. Or on the West Nile. Or west of the Nile. I don't know. I I was going to say, do we know? Yeah. Do you know? Uh-oh. Are you just being now xenophobic towards the West Nile people? No. It, things happen <laughs> in certain regions. If this had started in Texas, I would call it the Texas virus. I don't call it the China virus. It's COVID. You know why? But it, you could call it the Wuhan virus. You know, I think that's... You know how we know it didn't start in Texas, though? How's that? Because people still are alive. It's true. If it would have started in Texas, it would have wiped out everybody. You know why? Because everything's bigger in Texas. Damn straight it is. Anyway. We got to get down there. Yes, we do. We do need to get down there. I I, I don't know when. We've got people all over the damn country wanting to send us everywhere. And, uh, you know, that costs money, people. I mean, It does cost I priced money. Out, I, I will admit, I priced out tickets today to Boston, Boston. Uh, a- after hearing the uh, Cigar Authority. Because I was just so excited where about you that. Want, where you wanting to go to up there? Uh, two guys. Where I, I I forget where it's located. Salem, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Hey, you missed you missed doing that the first time I said New Hampshire. Damn it! Yeah, you did so. Anyway, um, you know what that's from, right? I know what that's from. Yes, but anyway, <laughs> um, no the um, Death I, therapy. I works pri- every time. I priced it out, and I mean, dude, for the two of us to fly up there, and this is like. Flying up on a Thursday and then flying back on a Monday so that we avoid weekend travel rates, you and I are still looking at like a combined thousand dollars in airfare. Yeah. Um for the two of us to fly up there. Maybe that's gonna be a road trip. Do you have any idea how long of a drive that is? Yes, I do. Cause I thought about it last year during COVID you when I almost had went. when I had nothing to do over there. I Labor- remember that. I, and you're was, like, hey, you want to go? I'm like, no. Labor Day weekend. <laughs> it was Labor Day weekend. I had nothing to do. And that's when I ended up uh going to uh visit um Broccoli Rob over at uh uh over in Indianapolis and um I I And had all those drinks. What? You went to that. Oh, that's right. We went, went to, to that, that that distillery, yeah. uh, uh, Cedar Creek. Yeah, Cedar Creek. Yeah. They have their own cigar. They do. Um, that's that's where I encountered it for the first time. Yeah. No, I just Google mapped this dude. Like um, from, from eighteen hours. It's eighteen hours and eighteen minutes. Actually, man, I was close for us to get from here to Salem. And um, I mean, it would take us through Indiana, Ohio. Very briefly, very, 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 very briefly into Pennsylvania, uh, New York, uh, Massachusetts, and then into New Hampshire. So, I mean... New Hampshire? We would... I hate I missed the first one. You know, realistically, it would be... It'd be an epic trip. It would be. I just don't know if uh, I will have the time and or money... To accomplish, it would be a cheaper a, drive than a flight. Such a I'm trek. I would, you know what? With gas, well, it depends on what gas prices are when we finally decide to do mm-hmm. that. But yeah, the eight dollar a gallon gas we're I, gonna have. Yeah, I still, I do agree with you. It probably would be a cheaper drive than a flight. But man, we'd have to break that into chunks. We'd have to figure out, you know, stops along the way. I mean, yeah. it would be that would be a thing. It dude. could be an epic. Evangelical cigar revival and freak show. I just don't know about the logistics of it. That would just that that's a lot. I'm thinking of that would be a week at the least. That's a lot of driving, dude. Yeah, and I'm not the twenty something year old man that I used to be. Dude, I'm fifty one, and you know me. Like I start falling asleep after an hour. Ow, ow. Yeah, you've been in the car with me. You know what happens. I was gonna say. I mean, I'm you're, what you're basically. I get narcoleptic. What you're basically pitching to me is the idea of me driving. You're driving me to sixteen and a half hours, and you're driving the remainder, <laughs> and bitching the whole time you're doing it. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So I'll, I'll I'll drive from the gas station to the fast food place a half hour away, and then you can take back over. And then you'll be like, "Hey, let's go inside and use the restroom real quick." And you know, we both get out, and I'll get an iced tea, and you'll use the pisser, and then conveniently you'll scramble to the passenger side. And that'll <laughs> Good be... Good luck digging me out of yeah, there. Yeah, and that'll be about as far... And then you sit there awake the whole time. 
What? It's not like you're sitting there sleeping and resting up. It's not like you're sitting there sleeping and resting up so that you can take over. No, you're sitting there the whole time jacking around and distracting me and talking and everything. <laughs> and then when I'm like, hey, do you want to switch? Oh, man, no, I'm exhausted. Waving at other cars. It's just like, what the hell? I'm going to get a pinwheel and hold it out the window like the little pig God. in the back of commercial. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, that that's the bitch of it, is that you just are no help on a road trip. <laughs> no, I'm useless on a road trip. That's why it just astounded me when you drove that U-Haul truck back from Indianapolis this last time. It was it was my time to shine. It was the one time you've shined. I knew you didn't, you weren't comfortable driving a big truck. But that tells me right there that you can do it. I have to rally. I mean, you can do it. Can, won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. There's a big difference between can and will. Let's just point that out. Okay. God. So, anyway. Anyway. Yep. So, well, yeah. No, I mean, look, we'll, we're going to have to, we'll, we'll get some travel going, but. Uh, you know what we need is a parishioner with their own private plane. Yes. <laughs> or at the very least. Or, you know what? Hey, start passing the plate, guys. I mean, like, you know, we'll come and visit you, but, you know. Maybe maybe we need a little help with the track. I'm joking. I'm, joking. I'm not. No, I am not begging for money from people. This is getting outrageous. But uh, our go fund our vacation page. Right. Exactly. Go fund my vacation. Anyway, well, well, I'll tell you what. Um, as we finish up here, we uh, should do a little housekeeping. This cigar does come to us from mymonthlycigars.com. It does. It is a premium subscription service. And you can get various size packages, <laughs> packages, <laughs> and they're all they're covered by the MSRP guarantee. Whether it's the El Presidente or the Robusto, and what's the difference between those two, Jeff? Well, the uh, Robusto is four cigars. The El Presidente is two of each of those four cigars, so totaling eight, eight cigars. Look at you! And if you use offer code Pulpit P U L P I T, there you go. You can uh, get. Your shipping paid for on your first box and or 20% off anything in the online store. My God. You didn't even know I could do that, did you? No. Yeah. Why have I been doing it all along by myself? MyMonthlyCigars.com. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you just blew my mind. I'm not going to lie. How do folks re- to reach out to us on the socials? We're on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. We're also on the Facebook. Uh, we've got our Facebook group. Uh, we're on the Facebook. No. We we're are on, on the Facebook. We have our Facebook group, uh, the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners. Guys, get in on the Facebook group. If you're on Facebook, the only thing worth being. Why aren't you there? The only thing worth doing on Facebook these days is the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group. Just go ahead and come on in. It's a fun time. And then uh, we're on Twitter, where I pretty much don't post much of anything. No. Uh, YouTube, where at some we point... We don't post a whole lot. Dude, we got to do that cereal challenge. We do. People are clamoring. I mean, I don't know when the hell you're going to make it to the grocery store. You're going to make me go to the grocery store and do this. Likely. Yeah. And uh, then, obviously, you can reach out to us through the Contact the Pulpit page on CigarPulpit.com. And then, finally, there's the Ask the Boys hotline. Where we need your questions for yes, Ask do. the Boys. We need your questions, guys. We burned through all of the questions on Tuesday. As of right now, I have no questions We're lined questionless. up. We have no questions lined up for Tuesday. So, guys, if you are listening to this, call the pulpit hotline. Area code 863-874-0000. Leave us a question. It can be about anything. It can. It can. So as we finish up here on the uh, Man of War Damnation, mm-hmm. final thoughts? Um, here, let me check something here. Check away. Ooh, MSRP on this guy is $10.50. Okay. Not going to lie, it seems a little high to me. Okay. I was going to say, if this were like a 6 $7 smoke, I'd be like, you know what? Look, it's a 6 $7 smoke. It's one note. It's not a bad one to have in the arsenal for when you're just wanting a cigar. You need something to really blow out the pipes. And you don't want like a really, really, really cheap cigar, but you're wanting something that's got a little bit of flavor to you. It's got the it's got the pepper note and everything, and you just kind of want something that you can you can smoke. You know what? Th- this would be a good driving cigar. Yeah, agreed. you know, it'd be a good driving cigar. Realistically, it's not my favorite smoke, 
but uh, it's not Which bad. Surprises it's me. not bad. I would think this would be a Nick cigar. It just doesn't have any complexity to it. It's just like, hey, look, pepper. And I just like a little bit of something, something. Okay, then. The Man of War Damnation. So, uh, folks, don't forget, if you can find the video of Nick holding up the sign at, was it WrestleMania? No, it was, was a Raw, Raw. it was Raw is War on, uh, what did you say, May 24th? May 24th, 1999. Yep. So whoever finds that first and posts the video to our socials, let's say the Cigar Pulpit uh, Parishioners page on Ooh, Facebook. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. So the first person to post that on there has got a 10-pack of cigars coming out of my personal humidor. We're going to give you uh, Martinez, the Bishop and Gator will be in there. Hey, do you have any more of those aged Ultra Qs? <laughs> I think that was my last one. <laughs> but I do have some aged cigars. But I'll give you uh, five Martinez and five JRE tobacco. Mm. There you go. I will make that happen to the first person that can find that video and post it. Okay. It's got to be out there somewhere. It's out there. It's got to be out there. It's got to be. It's got to be. Do they have all the shows archived on there? On uh, the well, they used to on the WWE Network, yeah. Mm. I think, unless there was like, I mean, the only reason they would have something missing is if it was like uber wretched and they like pulled it because of like uh, evolving standards of taste. But yeah, because God knows they they weren't in the uh, taste wheelhouse when they were on. No, but they were uh, pushing the envelope pretty hard. Hey, you know what? That was good entertainment. Okay, I contend then. that was good entertainment. Okay, then. It was awesome. Okay, then. I, I enjoyed it. I, that was not my era of wrestling. I'll oh, dude. I, I Look, I liked the Hogan rock and wrestling, you know, the <laughs> the 80s, you know, the Macho Man and the Andre the Giant. Macho Man, Randy that. Savage, Leaping Lanny. And those were, that was my time. That was good stuff. But I'll tell you what, the Attitude Era um, with the, uh, the birth of the rock. And Stone Cold and uh, Degeneration X and all that. I mean, I enjoyed that time period of wrestling. As we finish up, have you watched The Rock's TV show from when he was a kid? I have not. Dude, it you looks entertaining. It really is. And it focuses a lot on those old, you know, well, obviously yeah, they're actors playing them, but those those old time wrestlers that he grew up with. Well, yeah, because they would all come over to the house and hang out. Yeah, because his dad was Rocky, right? Yeah, Rocky yeah. Malvoa, I think. Not Bell. Uh, no, that's not, not no, that's Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Balboa. Yeah. No, it's uh, Mayavia. Rocky okay. Mayavia. Yeah, yeah. His dad was Rocky Mayavia. Yeah, and it's like him at the house, and like all these wrestlers are over, just having dinner with them. I mean, it's it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's a good show. I will have to check it out. Yeah, you. I think you. There's actually really get into. There's it. actually this theory that basically that's his like subtle way of getting the propaganda out there so that he can turn around and run for president in 2024. You know what? More power to him. I mean, I could. I think we could do worse than The Rock. I think we actually could do worse than The Rock. <laughs> I, I will admit that to you. So yeah, you know he'll he'll I run like for the president. Rock. We'll have uh, Matthew McConaughey as the governor of Texas. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> He's a cigar smoker. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Boy, wouldn't he be great to get on the show? Oh, I'd love to talk to Matthew. McConaughey. I actually would too. He's a cool cat. Somehow I get the feeling Pinky would crawl out of the woodwork for that one. I think Pinky would show up that day, yes. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. She's like, I'll bring my scootery board. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one of my favorite movies of his was... uh, uh, Dallas Buyers Club was mine. Dallas Buyers Club's really good. That was a good movie. It's the one with him and uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Um, I don't know. And they're... they're, God, I can't believe I locked up on this. They're uh, searching for treasure. It is late. In in my defense, but uh, uh, what is the name of that movie? I don't know. Fool's dude. Gold. Oh, Fool's no, I, Gold I, is great. And I'll tell you the other one, Sahara. Have you ever seen Sahara? I don't think I've seen it. No. Oh, dude, it's him and it's Dwight from The Office and some other cat that I can't remember. Okay, and they're like ex Navy SEALs and they're terrorizing through uh, Africa with uh, Penelope Cruz trying to find the source of this uh, this like thing that's infecting and killing people. Hmm. It's actually really good. Uh, uh, William H. Macy's in it. It's a good movie. All right, then. Yeah, I think you'd actually really like it. All right. Well, you know, leave it to Jeff to bring up some rando movie that yeah, I should Sahara. watch. I watch I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've watched it a dozen times. Every, if it's on, I'm watching it. You it's kind of like, like watching like 
I like watching stuff over and over. B movies, yeah. Sahara's not a B movie. <laughs> Penelope Cruz rocks it in that bikini too, by the way. Oh, I just want to put oh, that at the end now, of the movie. Now we know it's why. worth making it to the end of the movie now when they're at the Bay we, of Monterey, buddy. Now we know why he likes Sahara. Yeah, but right. no, it's actually it, it's a good action movie and it's campy, but it's it's uh, it's a good movie. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's like I said, he's just a cool dude. I that, that would be fun to sit and talk with him. Okay, it really. Would. I agree. I I totally agree. Yep. So, all right. Well, well there you go, buddy. Anyway, uh, I guess you uh, enjoy the race this weekend. I will. I will. Have to so, report back when we uh, are we recording? I guess Monday for yeah, we're recording. Day, so. We're recording Monday, and that'll be uh, for Tuesday, and that'll be our listener interaction uh, Tuesday episode one week late. And let me go ahead and point out, I want to say this before we get done with the show. Um, everybody, do me a favor. Take a minute this weekend and just reflect on the meaning of Memorial Day and what it's all about. You know, and, and I know people are going to have barbecues, and I know people are going to have get-togethers. Please, think about going on Monday to a memorial service and take your kids to a memorial service and let them know what the holiday is actually about. Um, it's not a happy time. And, you know, Nick and I have had this discussion. You know, yeah. people people will say happy Memorial Day. No, it's not a happy Memorial Day. We're, we're memorializing our fallen troops. And take a minute and reflect on that. You know, if it's if it's five minutes, if it's an hour, if it's the whole day on Monday. But, you know, there are people out there, probably in our, our listeners, that are uh, Gold Star families, Gold Star brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers. And, you know, they've we've had people pay the ultimate sacrifice for us. You know, not only defending us, but defending freedom around the world. And we need to take a moment to reflect on that and honor those people. Definitely. Definitely. There you go. Well, it's been another sermon. It has indeed been another sermon. So, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. Um, Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. hearing something i was but i'm not gonna lie i've just kind of gotten used to uh stupid random music playing every once in a while and uh you know where does that even come from i i honestly don't know yeah okay